Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Antony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 100. In this episode, Minority Rules. You're listening to Demolition News Radio. As regular listeners to this show will know, I love an analogy. In fact, the only thing I like more than an analogy is an analogy with a sporting theme. In this episode, I will be using a football analogy. But if you're into rugby, cricket, darts, snooker, or competitive flower arranging, the same rules and lessons apply. There are 92 clubs in the English Football League. These are divided into four tiers. The Premier League, home of the football elite, which is made up of 20 clubs. The Championship, or second tier, which is comprised of 24 teams. League One, which is home to another 24 teams. And League Two, the lowest tier, which is comprised of another 24 teams. Now imagine if the teams in the Premier League, the football elite, got together and decided to create a whole new set of rules governing how the game is played. And imagine if the Premier League teams worked with the Football Association to insist that all teams abide by these new rules in order to be allowed to carry on playing. And imagine if those teams in the Football Association demanded that the teams in the lower league pay for the privilege of achieving these new standards. And then imagine if, after paying to adopt these new rules and abiding by their every nuance, rule and regulation, those lower league teams were then told that they still couldn't play against the big teams. There'd be outcry, right? There would be rebellion within the sport. Players' unions would be up in arms. Fans would take to the streets to protest. And rightly so. But of course, that would never happen. Well, it it wouldn't in football. Yet it does in demolition. And three quarters of the UK demolition industry are not only abiding by the rules laid down by the other quarter, but they're paying handsomely for the privilege. Demolition News Radio is the podcast of demolitionnews.com and the Demolition Magazine. Now, before we go any further, let me point out that I'm a firm believer in the importance of training within the demolition industry. Proper training is the greatest single contributor to accident reduction. Effective training saves lives. But the fact that the content and cost of demolition training is dictated by an offshoot of an organisation that represents just one quarter of all the UK's demolition contractors is surely a cause for concern. It's a travesty that this situation is both permitted and supported by the government-backed Construction Industry Training Board. And perhaps the greatest injustice of all is that there seems little that non-NFDC members can actually do about the situation, since they no longer have a position on the National Demolition Training Group Board. There is seemingly a training course and associated competence card to accompany just about every discipline within the demolition business. A school leaver wanting to start work on a UK demolition site needs to receive training and needs a card to prove that training has been completed successfully. Site managers, machine operators, top men, contract managers and even company directors are all covered by a training course and a training card. Those cards are now a prerequisite for anyone wishing to work on a UK demolition site. The cost of the associated courses rises with increasing frequency and the NDTG is in serious danger of running out of colours with which to differentiate the various competence cards because there's just so many of them. In fact, there is barely a role, job or responsibility within the sector that doesn't have a card attached to it. And if it doesn't yet, rest assured, it soon will. Demolition folk are well versed at seizing upon a money-making opportunity. But here's my question. 
If there is a course for every discipline, if those courses are delivered consistently, if the individuals taking that training apply what they've learned in the workplace, and if that training is so star-spangled awesome, why is it that only some companies are allowed to then join the National Federation of Demolition Contractors? But even that isn't the full story. We constantly receive reports from contractors that are unable to get their men and women trained in a timely fashion. The rising cost of that training is a constant source of annoyance, frustration and disquiet. And yet, if demolition news sources are to be believed, the National Demolition Training Group has something close to a million pounds sat in the bank at present. Now as a commercial company or as a private individual, a million quid in the bank is a very nice thing to have. I don't know of that of course, I'm just guessing. I'm a father to four children, I'm, I'm broke. But why on earth does an organisation established, allegedly, to train the industry need a million pounds? And why isn't some of that money being reinvested into providing sufficient qualified trainers to actually deliver the training that's required, or to simply make demolition training more affordable for all? Demolition News Radio, putting your finger on the pulse of the industry. If you're a user of the NDTG's training services, you're likely pretty frustrated already. But if you're a user of the NDTG's training services and have been knocked back from joining the NFDC, then prepare for that frustration to become anger. What I'm about to tell you isn't a secret. Well, if it is, it's the worst kept secret in the industry. The NDTG is an offshoot of the NFDC. They occupy neighbouring buildings in Hemel Hempstead. They share staff and they share resources. The NFDC CEO is the company secretary of the NDTG. Outgoing NFDC presidents now seemingly become head of the NDTG automatically. In other words, each time you pay the NDTG for a training course or a competence card, you're helping to finance a club that you're not permitted to join. Or, to put it another way, you're helping to feed and care for a cash cow that only a select few get to milk. The Construction Industry Training Board, with its regular grants to the NDTG, is complicit in all of this. And with the CITB's tacit approval, this situation could be about to get a whole lot worse. With CSCS currently up for sale, the NDTG is pressing ahead with the development of its own independent CCDO plus plant card scheme, giving the training group an even broader mandate through which to generate cash. Is the NDTG ready for such an undertaking? Well, I'm certainly not alone in having my fears. During the recent NFDC AGM, Former President of the Institute of Demolition Engineers, Duncan Riddell, himself a well-respected industry trainer, expressed his doubts. The new card scheme needs to be at least as good as the CPCS scheme, he said. And I'm not sure it is. Some in the audience at the AGM also expressed their concerns over the wider recognition of any new card scheme. Even schemes run by the likes of CPCS have struggled for awareness among clients and main contractors. So unless the NDTG is willing to invest a chunk of that near £1 million nest egg into some widespread marketing and a concerted awareness campaign, there is a very real possibility that fully accredited demolition workers could be turned away from sites by clients that simply are not aware of the existence of the new card scheme. I would love to say there's a solution to all of this. I'd love to highlight the hard work and dedication of the independent training companies and individual trainers and implore you to go to them direct rather than swelling the NDTG coffers any further. But I can't. As it stands at present, the system is buttoned up tighter than Pavarotti's seatbelt. Even if you do go direct to an independent trainer, the cost of the course is prescribed by the NDTG, and the card is supplied at a markup that would make a grown man cry via the NDTG as well. 
So well done for taking the training of your men and women and your duty of care so seriously. Well done for helping equip your workers for the world of demolition, for making them more competent, more productive and, most importantly, safer. Congratulations on helping the wider industry by training men and women that might ultimately take their skills and expertise to a fellow and possibly rival contractor. And thank you for paying towards a club that you can only view from the outside. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or the Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.